This is Fast Forward, brought to you by Tech Manchester. Starting a business is exciting. It gives you the freedom to create your own routine, work on something you're passionate about, and have a positive impact on the world. But running a business is a roller coaster. There's the long hours, the unpredictable workflows, the bootstrapping, which can also make it one of the most stressful experiences that you'll ever go through. Sadly, anxiety and depression is all too common amongst business owners. So throughout October, we're dedicating this podcast to mental health in the workplace. We're talking with founders who've experienced mental health issues and the so-called burnout, as well as experts who'll give tips on how to maintain a good mental health and look after yourself during times of intense pressure. Standing in a tin shed, waiting for a van to come. Oh friend, have you seen where my golden tickets Welcome back to Fast Forward. World Mental Health Day falls on the 10th of October. So we've decided to dedicate the whole month's podcast episodes to mental well-being. Recent research by psychiatrist Dr. Michael Freeman, who specializes in working with mental health issues in business and entrepreneurship, has shown that almost half of founders that he studied have reported having mental well-being issues. So during this mini-series, we're going to talk to founders who have experienced mental health uh, challenges in their journey, the so-called burnout, and then how they've overcome and thrived in those situations. We'll spend some time talking to experts who'll give us some tips on how to maintain good mental resilience and how to look after yourself during those times of intense pressure. So today we've Jordan Appleson, founder of Hark which is a cloud-based platform that allows businesses to monitor, store, and analyze sensor data in real time. Hi, Jordan. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for coming. So the business has just signed up as third Fortune 500 client, and you're moving from startup to scale-up phase. That's right. Um, But the journey hasn't been a hugely easy one, and... um, We'll talk about how sometimes you were scared of, of waking up in the morning and having to face the day ahead. Mm-hmm. But we'll come to that because there's a whole story behind you yeah. and what Hark has become and what it's going to be doing. So let's start from, I love to hear sort of how people have ended up in this life of entrepreneurship. Tell us a bit about yeah. you. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's, it, seems, um, it seems like ages ago. So um, I've effectively, um, yeah, I've been writing software since, I'm about, uh, since I was about 10 years old. I'm kind of 24 now, so my birthday's uh, my birthday's actually in about a week. Happy so, birthday! Thank you very much. Um, yeah, and I was always taking apart computers when I was about 10. Um, my dad would always tell me off for breaking computers for taking mm-hmm. them apart, almost electrocuting myself. And um, yeah, then then I got into programming essentially, um, and um, so I was writing applications from kind of 11, 12, like writing code, mm-hmm. um, all sorts of stuff, games, or you can you can name it and. That I'm sure the of, IT teacher at school melted right. you. <laughs> funny, funny story about that. I actually almost once got expelled for hacking into the school system and installing Call of Duty on <laughs> on the servers and then bringing down the finance admin server for, for the school. Uh, uh, on a, purpose? Or no, no, it was, it was accidental. So, um, yeah, when I was about 15, um, the school I was at, um, I obviously I took IT and mm-hmm. um, IT was always about Excel and Word and stuff that I found quite boring, to be yep. fair, because it's, you know, it's one of those things that I kind of already knew. Yeah. And um, every, everyone was like, you know, 
could 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 we install like a network game on the you know on the computers? Can mm-hmm. we can we play like a, a game? And like so, I found Call of Duty Six at the time and installed it on a server, and um, it was so big that it it just crashed the server. <laughs> and because I was a bit, I don't know, I didn't want to get caught. I, I made yeah. up this like pseudonym at the, on the school network. Uh, so for three weeks, the IT team were trying to find who it was that did it. And what was that name? Uh, Liam Parker, temporary <laughs> IT staff. <laughs> no joke. And um, in the end, I actually turned turned myself in just because um, they thought it was someone else, and he was mm. applying for university. And there, you know, there was a whole thing about it. You just have, ruined someone else. Yeah, life. I didn't want to do that. Basically, <laughs> so um, in the end, I, I kind of owned up. And, yeah. and the IT teachers and the the IT team at the school were relatively. Um, Lenient, and they're actually. Oh, thank you very much for for, for coming forward. And yeah. these are all the security holes in your IT network that you need to sort out. Also, your uh, system admin password is password, so <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Anyway, um, but yeah. yeah. So from there, um, so I, an interesting skill journey. Yeah, exactly. So um, in the end, um, you know, I was doing my A levels, and I got offered a job to write software uh, for a digital company. Um, and uh, yeah, I dropped out my A levels and went to work there for a few years. Um, worked my way up from software engineer to kind of head of product development over maybe yeah, about three or four years. And um, from there, yeah, that business kind of sold out in 2016. Mm-hmm. And at that point in time, I'd done a lot of data analysis, a lot of like effectively big data type processing for this product. It was basically a market analysis product. Yeah. So a lot of big data. And um, yeah, and from there, um, I kind of wanted to do something for myself on my own with the guys that I'd, I'd kind of met along the journey. And that kind of turned into Hark. Um, and it I read a book called Good Good to Great by Jim Collins. Yeah. Uh, it's quite a famous book. We're big book. fans here. Yeah, Jim yep. Collins, great book. And it, it's all about right people on the bus and um, then find out where you want to go kind of mm-hmm. thing, almost. It's kind of how I interpret it. It's like, as long as you've got the right team, the right people, yeah. um, you can you can kind of... Do anything. Exactly. Yeah. Um, um, I had a friend at the time who was setting up a life sciences business. And we were in Australia and we were kind of sat... Uh, uh, top top floor of this hotel. We'd actually won a two week trip to Australia. Basically, had you hacked a computer? No, 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 way? no. It was really good. Look, could you do that for me? <laughs> Maybe I'd, n- not in this day and age when everything's all secure. Also, I don't want to get a name for myself. Sure. You know, you know I'm how it is. Yeah. At you right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, we won this two week trip to Australia. So we were having a beer. He was setting up a company to do basically life sciences um, monitoring drugs in stability storage chambers. So basically, it's a massive fridge with yeah. chemicals in it, and they have to be set up in a certain temperature at all times otherwise they won't get their drugs license yeah sounds really boring no no it's really important it's, it's important my nephew has refrigerated drugs and it's, it's really yeah important. so the whole idea of that is that the 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 businesses that that make these drugs so all the pharmaceutical companies they have to basically test the compounds at certain temperatures for prolonged periods of time for periods of time so if you leave a packet of paracetamol out in the sun mm-hmm. for three days at 30 degree heat you want to know that when if someone accidentally takes it it's not going to kill them yeah. So I kind of asked how that was achieved. And it was people going around with paper, you know, still or, you know, paper based chart recorders. And it was just, sound, it sounded really archaic. And I'd built hardware before, I'd built software. Mm. And it kind of kind of became this thing okay, well, we'll make a cloud platform, you know, something you can just plug in and play. You don't have to install any software on servers or anything like that. And we'll monitor temperature and humidity today for life sciences customers. So we set up in 2016. And was that Hark? Yeah, that's I think Hark. that's when that's I met yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, Didn't is, we meet at, yeah, uh, it, here? Yeah, we met We met here. Uh, it was the Business Cloud yeah. um, 
Tech 101 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, news yeah. room, the one to watch. Yeah, ones to watch. Yeah, yeah. God, it seems like we were over in that building over there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's 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 just, it seems like so long ago, but at the same time, it's been... Two and a half years. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, it seems really, like, yeah, it's, it's an odd one. But yeah, so we, we won some bit, we, we did that. We, we shipped the product to within kind of six months, hardware included, which was kind of a feat. So like for us, we we knew building hardware was going to be like difficult, but mm. I'd done PCB design before. It was kind of like my hobby outside of writing code because that was the thing that I wanted to do, right? So the whole had to have a hobby. Yeah. That had to be. So your hobby when well, you were 11 was writing code yeah. and then your new hobby became, was right, building. Building hardware tech. because I was doing it for my full-time job basically, yeah. right? Need a hobby that isn't <laughs> your full-time job, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds crazy when I say it out loud like that. But um yeah, so we shipped the product to the first customer in the first six months, and it was, you know, literally works with existing sensors. And were you able to achieve that because you actually built it yourself? Yeah. Right. yeah we, you got the heart, the components, ordered them all so, in, So, yeah, the, we prototyped it yeah. in my bedroom, basically. Um, I have photos of, like, having this workbench just full of microchips. Yeah. But obviously you can't sell into life sciences companies something that was built in the bedroom because there's regulations and there's hardware elements, like, you know, EMC yeah. testing, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So... We tested that in my fridge freezer downstairs for a while. And then we were comfortable with all the things like how accurate everything was and the cloud platform was reading data every 60 seconds. And it was, you know, it was all regulated as well. So all the things like the logs and all the data had to be like secure because people can't tamper with it. Yeah, we we said, okay, let's let's manufacture like 25 of these units, which is really expensive. But yeah, and we we sold. We sold them. We had some success. We, We signed up several relatively large businesses, to be fair. But this is where it, the the journey got really interesting because we were we were we basically had about seventy thousand pounds worth of cash, you know, to, mm-hmm. to initially to do this. So it's on a very small, tight budget. Yeah. And if you're selling software as a service with has a hardware component and you need stock, hardware is really expensive. If people are saying, "Oh, I want one sensor, yeah. or I want one," it just became this whole thing where, cash flow. yeah, like how, yeah, it's possible to do it in that market, but you need a significant amount of money to build up the, the business now. We always built a platform to to work with any sensor, so not just temperature, not just humidity, not just for life sciences. And over the course of kind of two thousand beginning of two thousand and seventeen, um, kind of that first six months, we started looking at other 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 kind of other markets. That could well, use Internet of Things was taken off. Well, wasn't exactly, it? everybody's exactly. putting sen- sensors and everything. Yeah, exactly. And um, we then ended up monitoring energy. In fact, we which is what we do now. Eight percent of our 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 work is monitoring real-time energy 80%. data. 80% of our business is yeah. monitoring energy data for a real-time energy data. So, you know, you have your smart meters at home and that does mm-hmm. every 30 minutes. We do, we take that to the next level for like big commercial customers. So we'll monitor assets. So individual fridges, freezers. Yeah. Uh, we'll monitor lights, uh, process automation control buildings. systems, buildings, anything. We can connect, we basically built a platform to connect to buildings, energy meters, Process automation control line, so PLC controllers, yeah. like so in in, in manufacturing. manufacturing, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, and we then pro- what do you do though? Like, so what? So then you, know, you yeah, monitor yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so we monitor it, and <laughs> that's that was that, yeah. So we can monitor. We give people real time information. So that's kind of like the yeah. So what we then decided to, well, not decided. The, the natural progression of the business was always to alert people right to when things were going wrong mm-hmm. but we wanted to do the whole let's alert people before things go wrong because that yeah. way they can save a load of money or we can identify discrepancies in the data and maybe save someone from i don't know <laughs> a flood which actually happened with the life sciences company really? which, yeah yeah we we the system went live with one customer um and after a day we got a call 
from from one of the from one of the customers, and they said the system's amazing. I said, oh, you know, you're expecting a support call. You know, you're always <laughs> expecting the worst. Is yeah. it? And yeah. it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just had like we had a solenoid fail, failure, which is like a valve that fills up a humidity generator. So mm-hmm. just basically imagine a massive water pipe burst. Yeah. No one would have known until Monday morning because it was a Friday. Yeah. But it sent text messages out, sent emails out, and uh, yeah, essentially, uh, yeah, essentially saved hundreds of thousands of pounds worth because of damage. Because it told them it was about to happen. Yeah, that was the basics anyway. And now we have basically built the platform to understand what the sensor is doing. So they'll, it'll learn about individual sensors, multiple sensors, mm-hmm. and start to predict what the sensor should do. And if it doesn't, if it deviates from that, it'll send preemptive alerts. So basically, we've basically we basically built a, a system that an can automatically... Yeah, it's like an AI... Sensor monitoring yeah, exactly. thing. Exactly. But long story short, we basically built a platform that can get to any building, any system, any sensor... And in real time, it'll give you performance information, send out alerts before things go wrong. Yeah. And we use that for energy predominantly at the so, moment. But I don't understand how you use it for energy. So here's an example. Right. So we we hooked up a customer and we have a customer, for instance, that have uh, bakeries and fridges, mm-hmm. freezers, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So Stuff that uses energy. Yeah. All day long. And they already had a system that could monitor the energy in place, but not remotely monitor it. It was just all there. All that data was there, but it was Nobody all, was doing n- it. no one was doing it. So we just hooked our system up. Over two weeks, we're monitoring the energy, and it it of of literally all the individual assets. So sense, sensors for lights, so the mm-hmm. energy for all the lights, energy for the fridges and freezers, everything like that. System popped up and went, oh, we've noticed a discrepancy with the lights. All your lights across um, the twenty stores or twenty mm-hmm. locations that we've got already usually look like this. This one doesn't. In the end, it saved them forty thousand pounds worth of energy because someone it was basically there was, was broken. Overusing. Well, no, it was a broken panel. Right. The the thing was actually broken and no one knew. <laughs> so um they had a look at how much money that was costing them. Yeah, forty thousand pounds in one in just one one alert. Mad. And that's because people don't realise how much energy is wasted. They don't realise uh, I say people how to be business more efficient. But yeah, how to be more efficient. We have yeah. we have um we use a platform for other things as well. So because we can monitor all the energy in real time, um we use this we can use this to control things like um, energy storage systems. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we can overlay things like energy prices, for instance. So the energy prices, they change throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So red, amber, green. Yeah. Um, in the evening, it's really expensive. And um, So I have to get the lights off in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like what time is it? Yeah, we're do- totally in the red period right now. Um, and the, the those energy prices, they, they can increase substantially. If you look online at the... The district, uh, like the district network operators, how much they charge yeah. for like energy prices yeah. for the green period. It's like you know one pence per kilowatt hour. Yeah, red is fourteen. That's why your Christmas electricity uh, oh, bill oh, is yeah. always four times yeah. the prices because yeah. we're all at home. Green is one pence or something like that in that yeah. in that specific cost, but in red is fourteen. Yeah, so it's like fourteen times the increase in that period. So, yeah. what if you could shift your load, the energy that you're using throughout the day, mm-hmm. and when is the best time to do that, and yeah. can we automatically do it? So more recently, we've been using the platform to control assets. So actually send control signals down to batteries, send control signals to lights yeah. to turn them off or dim them, for instance, when the energy prices change. Yeah. And that's all automatic. So the idea... Can it link to the weather? Yes, it do- exactly, exactly. So uh, we do some stuff with solar. We've got a large solar estate that we, mm-hmm. we, we monitor. Um, and what's quite important around solar is predicting, potentially predicting load when, you know, because obviously a cloud goes over. It's like, oh, we've not got any... We've not got any energy now, or we might yeah. want to store it. So, yeah, we we do all sorts with weather information as well. Because the other thing is, we want to like, um, we want to. One of the things with the whole AI and machine learning thing is, 
I mean, those words are banding around very, like, almost kind of synonymous with each yeah. other, even though they're not, and that's a whole thing. But the, the that's element... That's another podcast. Oh, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> oh, sorry, am I going on too much? <laughs> um, you want to detrend, you want to, like, take out seasonality and you want to figure out what factors affect things. So if, mm-hmm. you know, for instance, it's cold one day and that increases your energy, well, that's to be expected, right? Yeah. What we're interested in is the anomalies that are outside of those factors. So absolutely, we take them. Or can you predict that it's going to be colder and then store up extra energy to take care that's of your one, That's one. Heat. Yeah, exactly. That's one way of what one else. It's almost like what the output, what output do you need from the platform? Because yeah. it, it can generate so much insight that... Um, we use it for different things. So it's, it's, it's yeah, it's cool. I'm, I'm really pleased with what we do and what we, how we got there. So yeah. yeah, that's, you know, three, we've been around like about three years now. And so you were two people when I met you. Yeah, um, Doing bedroom. the medical stuff. Yeah. Um, you've totally taken it into all these new applications and you've grown to about 15, um, yeah, 15 people. 15 people and we're hiring, <laughs> we're hiring even more. Um, so we're looking, yeah. We should be probably. I reckon by the end of this year, we'll probably be maybe twenty. But it depends. Yeah. It depends on. It depends on how we do as a business, but also depends on on you know we're not we're not taking loads of investment. So yeah. that investment I talked about earlier. That's all. Sounds had. like you're raising from your customers. Yeah. Well, organic growth. <laughs> the perfect. <clears throat> you know the perfect solution. But I, every time I've met you, everything has always seemed great. Every <laughs> time, anytime I met you, how are things? Brilliant. And that is the standard entrepreneur response. You know, you don't want to say. Things aren't so great, but they haven't always been um, rosy during that period. No. You, and you have started being really honest about that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think transparency in, is is really important. Um, you know, every time I see someone who I know, like you, Trish, my, you know, how are you? Of course, it's yeah. great. It's great because great. I'm, I am in the sense that I'm doing something I love, and and you know, we have a business that is growing. Mm-hmm. I think what people um, there's like this generalist you that if if you're an entrepreneur it's hard it it might be hard work and that's you know it's all worth it and yeah I think it must have been maybe a year and a half ago now where I think I I, maybe a year ago where we were over in the other building I was on the stage and I think I I think we're having a conversation about you know what is it what what factors you know do you you consider and what kind of things go on in the day-to-day and I think I said something like along the lines of that. I was afraid to wake up, wake up in the morning, in the context of I just didn't want to go to sleep because that meant the whole day would start again, yeah. and it was intense. And I think that whole burnout thing. So at that point in time, and it has changed quite. It has, it has changed quite substantially now. Um, and I'll go through why as yeah. well. I'll tell, I'll tell everyone why. But at that point in time, I was waking up re- really like early. Well, I say really early. I was waking up early. Were you but I was, even properly going to sleep? Well, that's the thing. I was. I, I remember waking up and and I would spend an hour in bed just trying to will myself out of bed. Not because I was upset or I was mm. depressed. Just the so many things going through your mind, right? Yeah. Like, what do I need? You know, yes, this is what I need to do today. Okay, these are all the things that are going. And when you're a you're a growing business and you're trying to support the industry that we we're in at the time with the the life sciences and moving towards energy, they're all there's so many moving parts and yeah, at the time, I would kind of finish work, like finish work, as in my brain would be like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm not doing any more work. And that would be midnight, one o'clock. Mm. So for the next hour, I'd want to chill out. I'd want to watch Netflix. I want to do something like that made me feel like, hey. Um, just branch. Yeah, okay. like I just yeah. want to just chill out. And then that would mean that I would I would spend time on the sofa and I would fall asleep on the sofa. I'd wake up mm-hmm. on the sofa at four o'clock in the morning and would then go to bed. Um and then, obviously, it wasn't a great night's sleep. Wake up at six, seven, spend an hour in bed trying to get myself up, but not nothing. 
nothing was going wrong in the sense that, you know, the sky wasn't falling. It's just a lot. A lot goes through your head. Like yeah. I used to have to keep a notebook in my exactly. side table because I couldn't sleep and it would just yeah. be, got to do this, got to do yeah. that. Oh, wait, I forgot about that. I need to put that down. And then, yeah. so I had to start writing it down. But it's exactly, and <clears throat> having like things like, you know, I've read, I've read books like Getting Things Done by Dave Allen is a, is, mm-hmm. is a good book in terms of, okay, these are all the things. It's called, he, he refers to it as things like open loops. And the idea is that you've basically got loose ends. And the, you, and what happens is, in, in my case, I had so many things ongoing, mm-hmm. like so many loose ends. It was it might be, here's some technical stuff, here's some code that needs looking at, here's some pull requests and yeah. reviews that need doing. Here's some new hires. We've here's new hires. Yeah, yeah, here's new hires. Here's We've sales. Got salaries to cover now. Yeah, here's sales. Here's forecasts. You know, here's, um, okay, you know, customers, existing customers. Here's this massive rollout we're doing for a customer that yeah. needs a project management. And we're <laughs> trying that's to, you. Yeah, and... <laughs> Who's, who's, who's the account manager effectively for these enterprises? And it was just, it was relentless. And it, it what, to be fair, that was kind of something that would have kept going on until someone, I think someone said to me, what is the worst that is going to happen if some of these things don't get done? So my to-do list was basically like 100 items. That I just, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this thing, the, the way of, the way of, of getting this thing done is I'm, I'm waiting on someone else. You know, I'm mm-hmm. waiting for an email. So therefore it's still in my to-do list. And just seeing this list of 100 items was just like... Overwhelming. Yeah, you could, you could sit there and think, what do I do? Yeah. Analysis paralysis of... The, yeah. I'm analyzing my to-do list for the yeah. things I need to do. And it's just like... Um, but delegation. Like the, one of the things that, mm. you know, I've got to look at, you look at yourself in the mirror and go, okay, what, what can I do better? Because the only reason I'm in this position is because of me. Yeah. And that's a good, might be a good thing or a and bad how thing. how was that affecting you? Like personally, like how was it affecting you? What impact was that having at work? Did people see what, you know, because you, you can't, you can't survive without sleep. Like you literally can't survive without sleep. Um, yeah, um, I think so. I think because of the team, the team size at the time, we had a really close knit team. Mm-hmm. Well, how know, many were you then? Well, five, six, yeah. five, six back and back, you know, as I was going on and the, the team that we've got, um, they helped massively, but more importantly, the understanding that it's not all on your shoulders and you can delegate. Mm. And you know you've got this massive customer, for instance, and you want to make sure you you do a really good job. You don't want to over over promise and under deliver. Like that's one of the I think that's part of the problem. So you kind of try and do everything yourself, or you're you're looking through emails, going, "Well, this is you shouldn't have emailed this," or, or whatever mm. it might be. I'm just kind of thinking about the kinds of things I used to do where I'd be like, no, we need to do it like this. Even though it actually that, it's kind of 80-20 rule, like actually 80% of it um, is there and, and it's actually perfect and fine. Um, the 20% that I'm going to add on top mm-hmm. of it, probably actually, or not even that, not so even it's the 20%. going to extend your Yeah, deadlines. so, so the, 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 dele- the delegation was massively important. But um, building that experience as well with the team, like so actually training people, like, walking people through what it is, writing it down so there's mm-hmm. instructions. Like, it sounds really obvious. <laughs> like, I look back on it and I'm like, well, why, why didn't did we have, why, did, why didn't we just have, like, a manual of how we we should be doing X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. with it? And mainly it's more the account management and dealing with the customers um, in, in a really... Because it's your baby. Exactly. And when I say dealing with customers, I mean, like, we want to please, you know, like, we want, like, customer service is absolutely, it's massively important, even though we're a technology business. And we're trying to save energy and trying to reduce carbon emissions and doing all these great things. 
at the end of the day, it's still a business and we want to make sure the customers are happy. It's people. Exactly, it's people. Just talk, people yeah. talking to people. And um, yeah, so don't get me wrong, um, it's still a work in progress. Like, um, I feel like over the last six months, especially now that the team's grown and we're, we're really coming into that rhythm of growth, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, I can, I can actually choose to shut off. Um, and yeah. actually planning that is really important. You've saying, got good processes. And yeah. But, but saying, okay, on, on Saturday, I'm actually not going to do anything other than sit on the sofa and be a couch potato, which has been awesome. Like. It's, it's great. I don't want to. What's your in... favorite Netflix series at the minute? Uh, at the minute, so I've actually been been watching Amazon Prime's The Boys. Oh, I've been watching it. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, I um, I it, have you got to the end? Yeah, I finished it. Okay, wait. Yeah, we so won't spoil I'm it. not going to spoil it. Don't but spoil it. oh my goodness, um, I know. But oh, really? Yeah, I. <laughs> to be honest, the whole thing was. Um, uh, I saw it on now because I've got a Fire TV stick because you know yeah. smart smart TVs and you just want one remote. Honestly, the problem of having... I just want one remote in my house that does <laughs> the volume, the prime and You're just all. just going to build that. Uh, but the thing is, why is that so difficult? Yeah. The, these are the things that stress me out, Trish. Like, and that's probably okay, why... you need to get off the sofa. Yeah, go I know. for a walk. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah, someone was like, yeah, well, the boys, you should watch it. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah. So we, we just... It's mine, not mine. Yeah, and I was, like, I was like, what is this? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway. So is that, like, so managing your mental health now is... Part of that is taking time out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think regardless the, of what you're watching. Yeah, for sure. Or like, doing for sure. And I also um, so other things I've done. Um, for instance, I've turned off. I have an Apple Watch. I've mm-hmm. turned off um, selectively turned off certain notifications. Oh, like, can you help me with that? After yeah, this? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh my god, it's so annoying. So Outlook. Right. Yeah. I actually found that was worse. Oh, during, no, mine's not turned on. I don't. No, know. Right. Outlook and um, other there's other apps like Azure and the cloud stuff that I shouldn't really be involved with anymore because mm. we have people that do this. So um, really good people who are way better than me, and that's the whole point. So I think I've turned most of them off. But yeah, so one thing I noticed was it's not just outside of work, it's during work. Mm. So I want to be productive. I want to get at my desk. I want to, I've got to review yeah, some contracts like or whatever. And, like, oh, I'll just and every two minutes, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, oh, okay. And I'd switch. I might contact switch. Yeah. And that's the the worst part of it is too many contact switch, switches mm-hmm. uh, in in such a short amount of time because then you have to I'm, I can make a computer analogy you've got to you know, rehydrate the mem- your memory from that process and RAM and uh, no? no 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 okay never mind you got like you're okay. getting nothing here ah oh, sorry yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah so I've done that massive improvement and also out of office I realised I'd never actually used it which kind of yeah. m- was a massive like you know I'd be on holiday I'm not going to reply to you yeah I'd be on holiday and when I say holiday I mean my idea of a holiday which made sense was we'll go we'll we'll do we'll do something on saturday and sunday mm-hmm. and actually we'll if we want to go i remember going with my girlfriend we'll go to new york at christmas oh okay great um i look back on that now and i think i should have spent more time we should have done more in new new york because yeah. we only went for three days because i thought actually we'll just do, go for basically a long a long weekend yeah. which was mainly plane travel and then i was on the phone for most of it which didn't again Another, that affected my life in a way that, I don't know, like, I'm really fortunate that I've got someone uh, in my life that is also an entrepreneur, but also is extremely patient with me when it comes to my obsessive, compulsive Mm -hmm. element of work. But not everyone has that. And I don't think it's something that you, you can be aware of beforehand. Because I think you have to go through these things in order, because it's different for everyone. So 
you know, taking a, taking time to actually almost do a bit of planning on your own your life rather than rather than the business actually yeah. actually is is quite useful. But it's so easy to forget, and then you end up in a cycle, and you don't realize you're in a cycle. Um, and yeah, and then it affects things like not just your mental health, it affects physical health as well. Like, um, you'd be stressing over things that didn't need stressing over. And that cause thing, that can cause all sorts of stuff. Like, you know, even things like heartburn, for instance, I had no idea. Or maybe I'm just getting old, I don't know. But too much coffee plus stress plus yeah, not, not enough sleep. Well. And then realizing, oh no, you're waking up not just trying to get out of bed, but you're like fighting heartburn or pain or whatever it is. Yeah. But it's, it's self-inflicted and... And have you found those things of ease now that you've changed some of those things in your life? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, but I also think things like taking time to go to the doctor and actually going, hey, like I think I spoke to the doctor. I didn't speak to the doctor once. Like, you know, ring GP, hey, health check or whatever. I'm mm-hmm. feeling ill or pharmacy or whatever it is that you, because, you know, you don't want to waste time as well because an entrepreneur, you're like, I know I'm not going to waste any doctor's time. That's the that's the go-to excuse. Yeah. Like I'm not wasting anyone's time. Right? It's just a, it's just a, it's just heartburn. But um, yeah, the doctor's like, "What are you eating?" I'm like, um, "It's a good question." Actually, I, yeah. I have one meal a day. When do you eat that meal? Dinner. What is it? Some form of beige food that's come from the freezer, right? <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, you, you need to sort your diet out." Hmm. I, I, it's like, are you eat any vegetables? I had broccoli like two weeks ago. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that doesn't sound healthy. Yeah. <laughs> like, These are all common sense. But it's all yeah. common sense, but right? But you're in the thick of it. Yeah, you don't realize it, and yeah. if. If you know you're working at late late hours, no one else is working. Um, like in your you know in your home office at mm-hmm. two o'clock at night with you, yeah. telling you actually. Do you Nobody's going to make you. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think we should yeah. stop now? Do you think and you have should a go? Rounded yeah, meal. Yeah. Have a nice meal. Yeah. So I tried Huel for a bit. You know the. Oh the, God. And right. Then, How'd that end up? Um. Oh, it was great for the first three months, but then my body actually shut set, down. Well, no, no, it, it was fine. It was just I was like I need to chew some food. <laughs> I actually really quite like it, um, but um, yeah, it was like I was uh, what I was doing. Substitute. I'm pretty sure he'll also say, "Don't just use this as your." Um, I your don't. Meal. There's, there's, there's forums that where someone's been on it for like two years straight for every meal, three meals a day, which would probably which makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. It's like got all the stuff you need in it, but um, I was substituting that one meat based food meal a day, basically. Okay, with so like you're heat. already on a calorie yeah. deficit. <laughs> So how do you, what strategies do you use to make sure that you're eating well, that you're sleeping well? What kind of things have you put in place? Yeah, so as I, as I, as I, as I mentioned, so for instance, the disabling notifications, right? First things first, um, turning on do not, making sure do not disturb mode on your phone mm-hmm. is on from 11. Um, and then from eating, so really, really silly and basic stuff, actually. So my idea of a, of a weekly shop for food wasn't really a weekly shop it was on the way home i'll pick up what meal what food i want tonight and we'll cook it and whatever's easiest so mm-hmm. um yeah weekly shop now ordered every you know on repeat yeah. it comes good, oh, no, don't, good food. no more takeaways that, that's just a byproduct of going oh, i just want something yeah. easy um delegation right so so hey using the team and 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 and, and as a as a as a team, you know, being part of a team. Mm. So, hey, would you mind looking over this? Could you reply to this customer? These are the things. Writing everything down and and going through it with people, so they're better prepared to take the load off your plate. Yeah. 
and that's not just a a mental health thing. That's or that's a single point a of failure, yeah. single point of failure thing. You know, yeah. business, and that's just the pains of a growing business. Um, and also taking time out with friends and, and family, mm-hmm. like massively important. Um, something that did make me feel a bit sad actually at the time was maybe I'm wasting the best years of my life, like who, who in terms of spending time with people, like my mum and my dad, who. I don't actually see that often. I thought, you know, you think to yourself, I should make time for these people, you know, and, and it sounds weird. Yeah, you know, they're not Yeah, exactly. So, um, and no one's on their deathbed going, I wish I had worked more. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, those things, especially since the beginning of kind of 2019, um, I'd actually say that it's really coming to full effect from kind of April this year where I really started to make more headway with it. Mm-hmm. And have you felt the positive impact? Yeah, not just me, um, but uh, the business as well. Like, it, it's almost like a, you can kind of see it in the sense that if we kept going the way we were going, and yeah, we were growing, but we were, we were growing and we weren't horizontally scaling that elements out mm-hmm. that I could have given away to, to, to other people to own, we would have plateaued. We would have plateaued because... And thankfully we didn't, but we would have plateaued and then I probably would have got ill, right, really ill, yeah. and then I would have been out of action. Been more pressure and then, on you know, that's other people, that's people's jobs. And we've gone from, like I said, like six people to 15 now. 20. Well, yeah, it'll be 20 by the end of this year. Well, fingers crossed, winning business is the, you know, important, but most importantly is 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 sustainable growth. Growing it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. What about um, entrepreneurs that are earlier stage, you know, that they're still at the very beginning of their journey and they feel that constant need to hustle? Like, what would you be your advice to them at that stage when you don't have that ability to delegate as much as yeah. you're talking about now? I think there's always going to be that that element and that stage in an entrepreneurial journey. I think it's important to go through it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important to go through it but not get sucked into this self-fulfilling prophecy, mm-hmm. you know, of, of, of and not realizing that this is happening. So if everyone... Blinkers. Yeah, you need to be... The entrepreneur blinkers. Yeah, so you, you know, we need to be able to take a step backwards and look at the bigger picture. And, and I think if you're an entrepreneur starting out or you're kind of early stage journey, there'll be a million and one things going around in your head. Like, you know, if, especially if they're a, you know, solo founder, for yeah. instance... It's like, how do I do this? Yeah, I, I have I need, to learn how to do this, I need to and be, then I need to do it. Yeah, do I learn? Do I bring it in house? Who, who do I? You know, do I? Do I? How do I dish out the equity? Who do I find as a co-founder? All these things, and then I need to raise investment, and then oh well, if I've if I'm leaving my job, or you know, when do I leave my job? Or if they've already left the job and they're living off savings, and they're looking at that finite amount of capital, going, <gasps> you know, I can imagine, you know, that we've 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 been through that and together at Hark in different the very early stages and we <laughs> we I remember I remember being here and, and someone someone saying that they have quite a few mentors and and I think that's kind of important to have people in your inner circle not necessarily friends and family but mm-hmm. someone from a business perspective who can he gets it gets it but he's also not going to BS you yeah. and he's going to tell you straight you need to either stop or you need to do x y and z and yeah. not sugarcoat it um i read a, a, a lot of reading i've done a lot of reading over the last six six months as well so radical candor if, if you've heard of it um and that that's great that's a really interesting book about just being extremely candid but not to, not to 
hurt people, but really it's all mm. about getting the best out of people. But it's all about culture. Um, and I've even read books like, for instance, I've been reading the lots of different books, like the, the Four Hour Work Week by yeah. t- by Tim- Timothy Ferris. Um, not because I wanted to work four hours, but <laughs> by the way, yeah. but because. It, it's the technique. It's a perspective as well. Also, there's stuff in that book that I completely don't agree with just because it, I'm the entrepreneur, I'm on the other side, but mm-hmm. also I've been, the world's changed as well. Like remote working is a thing. Now you don't, I don't think people need to fight for it in that respect. So these are the kind, kinds of things I would recommend entrepreneurs read, not because, you know, you need to have a four hour work week, but yeah. it's to kind of widen the horizon of yeah. what, what it is. It's diversity you... of thought. Exactly. You and, know, and that's different how... thought processes and yeah. learning. Yeah. Learning means you're going to be more successful. So that comes back to the whole, how, how do you, how do you get through it? And it's identifying that's a problem and figuring out, actually making changes mm-hmm. and then widening. Self-awareness. Yeah. And widening horizons so you can get other people's thoughts. Yeah. To, and you don't need to try them all out, but what did Albert? What did Albert? Was it Albert Einstein that said if you uh, repeat the yeah. same test over and over again, yeah. expect expecting a different, different results? You're insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I totally believe yeah. in that. So yeah. Um, yeah, things have to change. Now, every uh, entrepreneur's journey is a roller coaster, and you've described um, some of yours, some of the lows. Um, but what have some of the highs been? Ha, <laughs> ha. Okay, these that's a really good question actually because I'm so focused on actually I'm always focused on entrepreneurs are always focused on the next problem mm-hmm. so that's a really good question. Um, so I remember moving from my bedroom to a really small office. Yeah, with Andrew and a couple of other people where we rented some desks. Super exciting. That was amazing. Like it, it's a weird when I look back and I can't believe that, that was like kind of February 2017 when mm. we started hiring and stuff. Um, the feeling of having an office and having a space that isn't your bedroom that is dedicated to the business. Yeah. Actually, it was, the, tell you what it was, it was it was the going up to the floor where our office was and having the Hark logo on oh, the yeah. and on next to the door that had been put there by the building services. That was awesome. Um, getting from that first customer where you've taken the product and they've, they've, they've gone, yeah, I want it. Yeah, but, you're like shut up. Yeah, really. Yeah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, winning a f- winning the first big, the one big big customer where the, there's a contract there that actually means you can hire people. So you go, oh my god. Yeah, this is happening. We've got money. Um, and more recently, now having been through that, there was some of the early highlights. Now sitting now, what what what's really come into the play for me high is like a high is is every monday morning we have the kind of all hands an all hands meeting where we go through a business update effectively this is what happened last week these are some of the wins these are mm-hmm. these are things we work on these are the priorities coming into the room and being at the back of it and doing very little talking compared yeah. to what you used to do and watching them the, the business it happen yeah happen it's crazy. Yeah. Make um, yourself redundant. Yeah, yeah. And and I think that that that's happens in stages because you can't you can't just No. So that's been really good. And um I guess the last one for me of a highlight has been coming home and and people messaging in 
the team, Microsoft Teams, for instance, we used to use Slack, but we we kind of you know moved to Teams. And people posting messages being like, that was such an awesome day. And then watching immediately seven or eight likes just yeah. Im- immediately appear from everyone else. And it's like... Yeah, you're doing something good. Yeah, and everyone's enjoying themselves. So it's, yeah, those have been some really, really, I guess, top highlights so far. But I'm sure there's others. Like, and I'm, there'll be more. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at this building thinking, I'd love a recording studio in our... Uh, yeah. <laughs> in our office. But um yeah. I think, well you're building your business in the same way through organic growth. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. That's that's it, right? Um and that's a bit of a that's one that's one thing that I don't think I've gone through in the same way as maybe other entrepreneurs, but I can imagine imagine it is having to have the some serious if you take investment, yeah, then it's other people's money. Yeah. And, and then, then you're there's just any, reporting there's, to them. Yeah, and it's added stress. Now I'm not saying that you can do like that can happen for everyone. I'm just saying that with our journey, yeah, it the, genuinely used to be quite during that phase. We must raise money because we need to grow the team and we need to win business. And you need to build, tech. and we need to build the tech. And and yeah. and um, in the end, we you know we we got some advice uh, from from well. So we you know the business does have investors in the sense that. We have um, we took so that 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 money that originally was put forward to mm-hmm. to, to fund the business was um, was an investment by by the two people that sold the business that yeah. I used to work at. But it was more of a I wouldn't call it the same as like a v, it's not a VC investment. Yeah, it's, seed, fr- it's seed money. It's seed money. Yeah, and are you, you're cash positive now. Oh yeah, we were cash positive. We've been cash positive for almost two years. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. To, yeah, which is kind of crazy. Um, but. We've been fortunate in that we don't have the added stress of here's the end of the road, and also you've taken other people's money. So mm. it's and that's why I think I think I said this recently to someone that I don't want to raise any I don't want to raise any money if I'm not not absolutely confident. To you can't be I say absolutely confident. I'm confident in the strategy and the way the business is mm. going to go. It's not a guaranteed success, but at the same time, would I be comfortable putting my money in there? Yeah, if I am, then. Yeah, you know that's that's the first question. Doesn't that... sound like you need to, Jordan. Don't worry about raising money. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the most exciting thing on the horizon for Hark and for you? Yeah, so the the recent wins have been um, really really awesome. Um, but we've got heavy focus on the the this intel this technology that's built around our machine learning pipeline. So, basically, the you know I talked about taking buildings off grid and monitoring solar panels and monitoring assets and. Mm-hmm. The strategy really is around um, reducing waste, waste energy for, for businesses, reducing costs, and identifying failures potentially before they occur. And now that we've won some significant business, we we're going to really be able to push forward with that. So the the next step for the business is all about let's put this this technology in the hands of as 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 many people as we possibly can, yeah. and gather more data. Yeah, but it, yeah, but it's it's the output. It's the giving the businesses the the discrepancies in their energy spend and their energy usage. And mm-hmm. he these this asset, this refrigeration system looks like it's going to fail. Oh, there's five hundred thousand pounds worth of prawns in it. You know, <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, and it's like no, it's all but, money. But it's 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 crazy the kinds of things that you 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 see yeah. and you think, oh, goodn't I didn't even realize you don't know that. What you you're didn't, find. yeah, absolutely. Um, we had one company ask us to monitor like radiation in in uranium mines, which 
I, I we didn't do it like Dad because um we weren't really sure why they yeah. wanted to do it and what it was yeah. for and <laughs> we, it was it was it was yeah. a really interesting um offer y- yeah um and we, we we you know we politely um stepped out of we um, what was the word we qualified out of it as as my sales and commercial um the <laughs> business would say um but yeah we we people come to us with all sorts of stuff um some really cool stuff as well like we had um um someone come to us with some new sensor technology for basically detecting floods by monitoring things like moisture in mm-hmm. in in soil and all sorts of stuff and that's amazing because we've actually ha- helped other businesses other startups test their yeah. ideas using our platform so it's really cool really cool does that answer your question yeah it awesome. does awesome i have thoroughly enjoyed um talking to you today uh jordan and thank you so much for being so honest and sharing your story with us no uh, thank you so much for having me i always love coming here and this, uh, yeah. yeah it's been a long time coming as well yeah awesome. yeah i'm really excited to see where heart goes over the next probably six months looking at your uh looking at your scaling um and we'll keep our eyes paled for the next big development but i think it sounds like you're on to a winner um for your advice though um today in terms of entrepreneurs who are in the same experience in the same challenges and you know every entrepreneur goes through all of those things i uh, hope that your advice today has helped give them a better night's sleep thank mm-hmm. you thanks Trish. if you feel that you may be struggling to cope or would like some advice on how to improve your mental health there are links to a variety of support groups in our show notes Please check them out on SoundCloud or iTunes. Present light to feel from